Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. this morning we are grateful we are thankful oh god we come my god into your presence with thanksgiving my god in our hearts oh god and with your praise on our lips and we say lord thank you thank you for your hand that has been mighty over us oh god thank you my god for your eye that has been watchful over us oh god thank you for your mighty right arm oh god that has strengthened us throughout these months oh god we say, Lord, your name be glorified. Your name be exalted, O oh God. You have kept us, O oh God. Ah, Lord, you have delivered us, O oh God, from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. My Father, my God, if we stand in this house today, it is purely by your grace, not by anything that we have done, not by who we are, but just because, Lord, you have loved us, O oh God. And Lord, your mercy, O oh God, has been amazing unto us, oh God. This morning we say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We bow our knee before you, oh God, and we say that, Lord, be glorified. Be exalted, oh God, in the congregation of the righteous, oh God. Let all the earth, oh God, hear of your goodness uh, as we testify of you. I pray this one that, Lord, may the earth also give a resounding praise unto you, oh God, because, Lord, you are good and your mercies indeed they endure forever. We thank you for this morning, oh God, we thank you for receiving our worship and our praise. And we say that, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified in this place. Your people gather, my God, in-house. Your people gather over the internet. And Father, I pray that wherever there's any gathering this morning into this service, let your mighty presence be there, O oh God. Let your word go forth, my God, my God, as water to water, my God, souls that are parched. My God, testing hearts, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak your word, Father, into the hearing, O oh God, of your people. And let their strength, O oh God, be renewed. Let their joy be restored, O oh God. My God, I pray that may the eyes of the understanding of your people be open. May they come to the place of divine understanding of your perfect will for their lives, O oh God. And for all that, Lord, you have ordained and planned for them even before time began. Ah, Lord, we thank you this morning, O oh God, that, Lord, unto you shall the God gathering of the people be and this morning we gather in your name oh God we gather before you oh God spirit of the living God have your way in our midst Lord be glorified oh God speak through this vessel of clay my God and let your name alone be exalted in Jesus mighty name amen praise the Lord this morning I come to talk to you about for the main thrust of this message this morning to you from you know where God is speaking to me is about your future. You know, one of the things that we worry about a lot is about our tomorrows, what is to come, what will happen. And the future is one thing that um, causes a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry. And many people sometimes will go to mediums and um, all kinds of places just because they want to know into their future. They are not quite sure of what the future holds for them. And because of that, they, they just want to know. 
But God spoke something to my spirit that I am sharing with you this morning. And he said to me that your future is already settled by God. Your future is not unknown. When they said the future is unknown, it's not true. Because God knows the future. If nobody knew the future, then you can say the future is unknown. But God knows your future. God knows the future. Amen. And if God knows the future and you are with God, you are a child of God, then you can have that peace of mind in your spirit that your future will be bright and your future will be great according to his love with which he has loved you. I'm reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah, reading from the verse 29, chapter 29, sorry, the verse 4 to 14. The word of God declares, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives, whom have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Build you houses, dwell in them, and plant gardens, and eat the fruit of them. Take you wives, and beget sons and daughters. Take wives for your sons, give your daughters to husbands, that they may bear sons and daughters, that you may be increased there and not diminished. And seek the peace of the city wherewith I've caused you to be carried away captives, and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof you shall have peace. For thus says the Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, let not your prophets and your diviners that be in the midst of you deceive you, neither hearken to your dreams which you have caused to dream. For they prophesy falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them, saith the Lord. For thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and I will perform my good word toward you in causing you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you hope and a future to bring you to an expected end. You may not see that on the screen because I've merged two translations, right? For clarity. Then you shall call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me. And I'll hearken unto you and you shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. And I'll be found of you, saith the Lord. And I'll turn away your captivity. And I'll gather you from the nations and from all the places whither I've driven you, saith the Lord. And I'll bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captives. Amen. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. As written by the prophet Jeremiah to the Jews who had been carried away captive by King Nebuchadnezzar to, into Babylon. Amen. Now, the content of the letter that Jeremiah wrote was to tell them what to do and what to expect in their time of exile, in their time of bondage. God said that he, it was he, the Lord, who has caused them to be carried away into Babylon. He had caused them to be taken by their enemies to the land of their enemies, to be captives, to be in exile. But we would say, but how could God do that? After all, they are his people, they are his chosen people, they are his children. How can God actually say that? I've allowed you to be taken captives and to be sent you know, to a land, a strange land. How could God do that? Because we know that the covenant of God um, with Israel was for generations. Generations spoke to Abraham, a generational covenant. Amen. And he, the Lord, says that my covenant with you I will not break, neither will I alter the thing that has gone forth out of my mouth. So we know that God is not a covenant breaker. 
we are the ones who break covenant, but God never breaks his covenant. But in this situation, God says that, I have caused you to be carried away captives. I have caused you to be carried away captives. Why? It was because they had, been, they had sinned, they had gone into idolatry for years. Prophets had come, prophets had gone, warnings had come, and they even killed some of the prophets, and they wouldn't listen. So by and by, God allowed them to be captured, and he warned them that he would. Now, so Jeremiah writes this letter from God to tell the people what the mind of God was or is concerning their time and their future in Babylon. And he tells them that they should settle in the land. He said, build houses, dwell in them, plant gardens, eat fruit of them, take wives, beget sons and daughters, take wives for your sons and um, husbands for your daughters, that they may bear sons and daughters so that they may not be diminished. Amen. They were to settle in the land because their captivity was going to be long. I can akin it to this time of this coronavirus. We are to settle. Amen. Life is to go on. You are to live your life above fear. However, you are to live your life with wisdom. Amen. Life mustn't stop for you. Depression must not take over your mind that you cannot fulfill your dream and your purpose even in this time. Amen. Because these are different times. These are strange times. But God said to Israel who were in captivity, life was not the same. They were not where they wanted to be. They didn't have the liberty of being in their own land. But nevertheless, God said, wherever I've caused you to be carried away captives, no matter what is happening, no situations around you, and you can bring it down to any situation in your life. He said, continue, live, build houses, plant gardens, eat fruit of them, marry, have children. So, so that you will not be diminished. Because see, life itself is evolving. Life moves on. Life is not stagnant. Amen. It's not stagnant. It moves on. When life ceases, not as in death, but as in performance and as in action, you begin to diminish. When your dreams, you put down, or you put away your dreams, or your dreams begin to die, you are diminishing. But God's purpose for us is not for us to be diminished, but for us to increase and to flourish. Hallelujah. Amen. So God said, settle, be settled. Live above where you are. Live above your situations. And I'm telling somebody in this house and also online that live above the situation of the times in which we are in. Live above the situation of your personal time or struggle or challenges. Because life will always present different things to us. But are we to give up because of situations and times? No. God says settle. Be settled in your heart. Settle. Do what you have to do. Pursue vision. Pursue dream. Continue. Amen. Hallelujah. See, in that time, false prophets were prophesying to them, though, don't worry, in two years, we are going back to Babylon. We are, going, we are going out of Babylon. We are going back to Israel. And he said, don't listen to the false prophets. Many are the theories that people will give, even in this time. But listen, the only thing that we must listen and pay heed to is the word of God. God said to them that, listen, listen to me. I have a plan. 
I have an agenda. And I will come for you in 70 years time. 70 years is a long, long time. Amen. So 70 years was going to be the, the length of their captivity in Babylon. That's why he was telling them that settle. Let life continue because it's going to be quite a time. God didn't say, I'm coming to rescue you. God was not promising a rescue. You know, and that is where sometimes as believers, we, we struggle. Because sometimes you may be in a certain situation. And your desire is that God should rescue you quickly. God should take you out of it. God should let it stop. But it lingers month after month, year after year. And it's ongoing. You've prayed every kind of prayer, fasted every kind of fasting. From dry fast to banana fast to egg fast. Every fast. <laughs> you fasted. But it still lingers. It's life to stop. No. God was not promising them a rescue. From the time of suffering. From a hard time. He didn't say, don't worry. I'm sending my angels to rescue you now. He says, settle in exile. Settle in your struggle. Settle in your pain. God was not being cruel. Because God says that in settling, still understand this, that I have a plan. I have a plan. And that's what I'm telling you, church, this morning, that God's plan is above our situations. The plan of God is beyond our today, beyond our yesterday, and even beyond our tomorrows. Because the plan of God is what is. Amen. And his plan would definitely come to pass. Because of God's plan, everything and all things will work together for our good. I didn't say life will be always good. I said we'll work together. Everything. I said they're good. They're bad. And the what? You are good students. Clap your hands onto the Lord. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Together. We'll work together for our good. Amen. It, it's, it's a mix. By the end of the day, God will be glorified. And I declare unto you, God will be glorified in your life. No matter the situations, no matter circumstances, God will be glorified. Don't shake. Amen. Because the plan of God is above all things. He says that all things will work together for our good. So he tells them also, Seek the peace of the city. It's says, pray for the peace of the city wherein I've caused you to be carried away captives. Because in this peace, you shall also have peace. Even though it was their sin that had caused God to be carried, carry them to exile, still God wanted their peace. God wanted their peace. What am I telling you this morning? I'm telling you that no matter the situation that you find yourself in, some dire, some difficult, God's heart is still for you. And God still wants your peace. God has also ordained your peace. Even in the midst of our struggles, we must never lose sight of God's love for our lives. 
Listen, God has not stopped loving you. Amen. Sometimes people say, oh, about this coronavirus, what's God doing about it? God is doing what he has ordained to do. The world has not gone out of God's plan. God hasn't lost control over the world. God is very much aware of what is happening. Amen. And God has a plan in whatever is happening. There's a greater plan, a greater picture that we don't see. But at the end of the day, it will work together for our good. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. My son Joshua, a few days ago, we were having a chat on um, telephone. And he, he's going to turn uh, 30 in October. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. That's just by the way. But he said something to me. He said, some of his friends asked him, Joshua, what are you doing? How are we celebrating your 30th? And he, in wisdom, said to them that, he said, the earth is mourning. He said, the earth itself is mourning. What kind of celebration do you want to have? My celebration is that God has kept me alive. And that is my celebration. And he said to the person, and my celebration is the lessons I've learned through this period of this pandemic. Because I've had time to sit down quietly and reflect on life and make choices for my future. You know, that is finding something good out of what everybody is saying is bad. You understand what I'm saying? And so, beloved, in the midst of our struggles, we must find the God factor in it. What is God saying? What is God doing? Amen. And we must remember that God loves us. He loves us. He hasn't stopped loving you because of the pandemic or your personal struggle. He hasn't stopped loving you. It's impossible for God to stop loving you. So even though he had sent them to be prisoners, he's saying to them that I still want your peace. I want you to have peace. I want your peace. And so he's teaching them how to get peace in the, in the midst of Babylon, in a strange land. They were unhappy. They were sad. But God says that, have peace. Maintain your peace. And I'm speaking to somebody this morning that maintain your peace. Have peace. Hold on to your peace. No matter what is. Amen. Because if you will give in to everything that will come up against you. Oh, no. But we maintain our peace in the knowledge of God's love for us. Amen. And because God loves us, he has said that he would never leave us nor forsake us. He is with us. Amen. His love is present and will, will be manifest in your life. God will manifest the workings of his love. Because the love of God causes him to do certain things. I call it the workings of God's love. God will manifest the workings of his love in your life. So he says, seek the peace of the city. In this peace, you will have peace. Amen. And then he said, then after 70 years, I will visit you. I will come back to you. I'll come and take you from here. That means that God had not left them alone. He was still very much aware of them, very much in control of their lives. Men like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were in Babylon, but even in Babylon, they carried the testimony of God. God proved himself in their lives, in deliverances, in mighty miracles that caused even the kings of those times to say that indeed the God of Daniel, he is God. Can somebody live a life above your situation? Can somebody live a life above circumstances that people see you 
and seeing the situations around you, the problems around you, but seeing, yet seeing your life being about the situation, testify that what is happening in this sister's life, in this brother's life, how he or she is holding up, it can only be the hand of God. It can only be the hand of God. And you know, sometimes in the midst of struggles, the enemy wants to see you down. They want to see you crumble and fall. But you will not fall. You will not crumble. Because the mighty power of God is upon you to sustain you and to hold you up. Hallelujah. And he will hold you up. And those who say there's a casting down, they shall see rather a lifting up. I declare that your head shall be lifted up. I say your head shall be lifted up. Whatever men thought is impossible will become a possibility. In fact, it will be above that which men can imagine. Hallelujah. Because we said the God of the overflow and the God of abundance. Put your hands together this morning and give the praise unto the Lord who says that when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. Through the rivers, they, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, the fire will not kindle upon you. You will not be burnt. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. He didn't say if, he said when. So we will walk through fire, but the fire will not burn us. You will not even smell of smoke. Are you hearing me, somebody? You walk through the water. The waters cannot drown you. Hallelujah. Ah, you, you, you'll be, your head will be held up above the waters. It's because the Lord is with you, very present, a very present help in time of trouble. He's right in there with you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You see, struggles or troubles don't undermine God's love for us. Neither do they undermine the plan of God. God is too big for that. Look at your neighbor and smile underneath your mask. Let your eyes do the smiling. Amen. Nothing can undermine the love of God for your life. And those of you online, smile at your family members. Amen. Nothing can undermine the love of God for our lives. You see, sometimes troubles and struggles come to make us sit up and become more aware. Because sometimes when everything is nice and cozy, we tend to live in a certain paradise. By reason of this holy pulpit, I will not talk about, I will not mention the kind of paradise it is. But you know, if you know, you know. We, we tend to live in that kind of paradise, forgetting even the, the most important things of life, giving our hearts and our minds to things that do not matter. Sometimes we gripe at one another and all kinds of things. And you, 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 you don't even get what you are supposed to get, give what you are supposed to give, because our priorities have been set wrong. But when troubles, trials, and afflictions and issues of life come up, if only you will see right, you will see and you will experience, you know, that waking up, that awakening of your mind, of your, of your soul, to be able to discern between what is important and what is not important, what you ought to do and what you should not do. Amen. It wakes us up from our slumber and turns us away from the path that we may be walking on. Sometimes you're walking on a path and it's not good for you and nothing can stop you. It will take a shake-up. I say God is shaking this world of ours. There's a major shakeup going on. And it's only the wise who will come out of this shakeup better. The fools will get worse, but the wise will get better. If you believe that, put your hands together and give the Lord a praise. 
God's mercy and love and grace and compassions, they never cease. God wanted the peace of his people even in exile. God didn't want them to be destroyed, even as he doesn't want any of us to be destroyed. He said, don't be diminished. Don't let your population go down because you're in exile. Even in exile. Amen. So flourish. I speak to you today. I command you, flourish. Even in the midst of it all. Flourish. And it begins from within your spirit, within your heart. Amen. That you keep a right spirit. Your spirit be held up. Keep your spirit up. Don't let your spirit go down, bow down by reason. Get up in the morning and because this coronavirus pandemic, I can't even do this. Yeah, I can't even do this. Please, you are alive. You can't do this. You can't do that. But you are alive. Why don't you praise God for being alive? And do what you can do. And think about what you can do. Rather, what you cannot do. But sometimes the enemy would make us think about what we cannot do. And what it, what, the, what it is, what it is, and depress you. But think about what you can do. How you can make the most of the time and the most of the season. I've realized that some people had giftings that they had, you know, buried. You know, these people are coming up with all kinds of businesses. Innovative businesses. I, you know, I've seen people do new, new things. Especially in the cooking sector, where I'm very interested in. <laughs> I love to cook. But you see, I, I, I've seen people pick up their cooking skills, baking skills, and they, they've got new, new works because maybe they have been out of a job. Maybe their business is not flourishing as it should, uh, as it used to be. But hey, they remembered, hey, when I was young, I could really make agbelikaklo. Then the person started. And hey, everybody's ordering, everybody's calling. Innovation. Listen, I've seen that right now. People are working without working. People are sitting in their homes and making money. So if you alone will look at the world and how things are, and rather than think deep and call upon the Lord, the Spirit of God, to give you understanding, and you just moan and groan, the world hasn't stopped. The world is moving on. Everyone is moving on in the way in, that they can. Get up and move on. Church, rise up and move on. Do what you can do. What you can do, shelf it for now. I said to you, God said that nothing is forever. No condition is permanent. This one, this career, this time will pass. But when it's over, will you have been made better or worse? It's a decision that we all have to take. That I will be better when this pandemic is over than when it started. It's a choice. An individual choice that we must all make. Some people have picked up their old reading hobbies. Some people used to read when they were young, but they stopped reading when they became too busy for themselves. But today, they are picking up books and they are learning new things. There's something that you can do in your room. There's something. And so, God is telling the people of Israel, and he's telling us, do not be diminished. Don't go down. Rather, Allow the Spirit of God to give you the increase. By his love for you, he will uphold you. He said that he has loved us with an everlasting love. And with loving kindness, he has drawn us. Amen. And if you go to Jeremiah 31, the verse 4 to 6, God was still talking to them through Jeremiah. He said, again, I will build you 
and you shall be built, O virgin of Israel. You shall again be adorned with your tablets and shall go forth in the dances of them that make merry. They were in mourning and God was telling them, listen, there is a restoration coming. There's a new day coming. And I'm speaking to you, church, this morning, that there's a restoration coming. There's a new day coming. He said, I will build you and you shall be built. Amen. And he said that you shall once again be adorned with your, with your tablets, everything. And you go forth dancing and rejoicing. And he said, you shall yet, I mean, you will again plant vines upon the mountains of Samaria. They were in Babylon. And God said, listen, you come from Babylon, you come back to this land. And you again plant, you know, crops on the land of Samaria. I will bring you out of exile. And I'm speaking to somebody that God is bringing you out of your personal exile. It may not be the pandemic, it may be something, but whatever it is, God will bring you out of it. Amen. And he said, the planters shall plant and shall eat them as common things. For there shall be a day that the watchmen upon the mount of Ephraim shall cry, arise, and let us go up to Zion unto the Lord our God. Oh, put your hands together for the goodness of the Lord our God. Said you should not be diminished. Tell yourself, I will not be diminished. I will not be diminished. I am not going down. I will not be diminished. I will increase. I will flourish. Those of you at home say, I will not be diminished. I will increase and I will flourish. God wanted their fruitfulness. And God wants you also to be fruitful. Fruitfulness and increase is the will of God for your life. God doesn't want your ill. Amen. No. He wants rather or he desires that whatever he the Lord has ordained for you should come to pass. And guess what? I'm telling you about your future. Guess what God has ordained for you? The best. The best. The best of everything. That is God's plan for you. The best. That is the God that we serve. Put your hands together and thank God for his goodness. Amen. There's a song in my heart, but because of these people, I don't know whether I can sing it. Can I sing? Oh, nyami ye, nyami kesi. Oh, nyami ye. Sing with me. Nyami kesi.
ashamed. I speak to somebody this morning that you will not be ashamed in life. For God said, for I know the plans I have for you. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you a hope and a future. To bring your life to an expected end. He says he knows the plans he has for you. He knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you. They are not thoughts of ill. They are thoughts of good. Thoughts to prosper you. Not to destroy you. The thoughts of God concerning your life, Bible says, is deep. Deep thoughts. Deep plans. Hallelujah. Psalm 33, the verse 11 to 12 says that the counsel of the Lord stands forever. That means that when he thinks a thing and he decides a thing, it stands forever. Nothing can change the thoughts of God and the plans of God. No situation in life can change the thoughts of God. No power can change the plan of God. No demon, no witch, no wizard, nothing. What God has ordained will come to pass. He said the thoughts of his heart are towards all generations. So blessed is the nation whose God the Lord is and the people that he has chosen for his own inheritance. You are chosen by the Lord. He said that you, you, he has chosen you out from the chief men thereof, out of many people, out of the millions of these people in this world. God handpicked you. God chose you to be his own. You are not a product of an afterthought. Hey, you are a product of God's predestined plan. Hallelujah. And he says that his counsel stands for generation. And the people that he has chosen, the people whom he has called for his own inheritance, they are blessed. And so I declare unto you that you are blessed. You are so blessed. It's not even funny. You are blessed. Put your hands together and give the Lord a praise offering. Hallelujah. One of my all favorite Psalms, Psalm 139. I believe you know this by now. I just want to read a few verses from it for you to understand why I love it. He says that, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and my soul knows it very well. So how precious, Lord, are your thoughts towards me? How precious are your thoughts concerning me? Oh God, how great are the summation of them. Oh. So if I should count them, they are more in number than the sun. And when I awake, I'm still with you. The thoughts of God for your life, he says that they are many. They are like the sun on the seashore. And I've realized something about God, that because of his good plans for our lives, when something goes wrong, he's the one who has the plan B and plan C and plan D. Even when we decide to go wrong and we take a wrong turn in the journey of life, in the path of life, his hand, his loving hand, will turn us again onto the right course. Are you understanding me? So we fall in line once again with his perfect plan for our lives. Your future is in God, and God has ordained it before you even became. He said to Jeremiah that before you were clot of blood in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew you. Pre-knowledge. And he said, and I sanctified you, I set you apart. And I ordained you a prophet unto the nations before you became, before you were even formed in your mother's womb. 
God had already planned your life, mapped up a future for you. Amen. And it says that his counsel endureth for all generations. Try as the enemy will, the counsel of God concerning your life will stand. Your future, according to the plan of God, will stand. And that plan of God is good. He said, I know. Me name Adrian Mafa Oho. Or say a dream pa na nye bonne. Say me me peja na me ma odache pa. Hey, ma me kanju obi ano pe say we ni swadi huno obi ase bebem. We ni swadi huno bebem sa. Say ni amko pa ase cheno. Ni ami ondi yamo. Ni awa kanu waka. Ni wa ase cheno ebejina. Bon sam ke se pa na cheno kubo niyam. Clap your hands and give the Lord a high praise this morning. So that the word that comes out of my mouth will never return to me empty until it has accomplished the purpose to which it's been sent. Hallelujah. And you know, for those of you who are so worried about what will happen in my future, who will I marry? Will I marry at all? Will I get money? Oh Lord, what will happen? Uh, truly. The Bible says the eye has not seen, ear has not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of any man. The things that God has planned, God has prepared for those who love him. That means that God has planned certain things for those who love him, for those whom he loves. You may not see it, but it's there. So I always pray this, but Lord, I, 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 I fall into your plans. I actually let go, and I just fall into your plans. Who has ever seen some advert that, you know, somebody falls on the cloud? What was it? It was a one... Glyco, glyco, glyco people, I'm giving you free adverts. Glyco, <laughs> fall into the, in the cloud and you are secured. I fall into the plans of God. Fall into the plans of God. Let God be God in your life. Stop worrying. Stop thinking and worrying. Said, but God has revealed the things that we do not see unto us by his spirit. His Holy Spirit reveals unto us, Bible says, the things of God, even the deep things of God. Because who knows the mind of a man more than his spirit? The Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. And he gives us revelation as to what the will and the plan of God is for our lives. And that is the spirit whom we have received, the spirit of God. And so by the spirit of God, we know. By his word, which is spirit, we know that his plans for our future is good. Your life, your future, the future of your family is settled in God. It's settled. The plans of God have settled it already. Amen. Sometimes God will give us a foreknowledge, either by revelation or by prophecy or something. But whether you have revelation or not, listen, just settle on this. God is good. He has a plan for my life. It's a plan of good. That's it. Walk with him and allow him to do what he says he will do. Say thoughts of peace and not evil, to give you a hope and a future, to bring your life to an expected end. That is your future. It is settled. The plan of God, beloved, hasn't stopped. It's in motion. God's plan for our life is in motion. It's on. It's on. It's ongoing. Amen. And so we say that, the Bible says that the mercies of God are new every morning. The book of Lamentations 3 declares that. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Why? Because every day he pours fresh grace upon us to enable us to fulfill 
his plan for our lives. Every day you receive life, every day you get up, you're able to wake up in the morning. Listen, new, fresh grace is poured upon you. You woke up today, God has given you fresh grace for today. That which you need for today, he's given to you. That is why Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow, what we'll eat, what we'll drink. No, he says, sufficient unto today is the troubles thereof. Amen. So we, we put our confidence in the mercy and the goodness and the grace of God. And I'm saying, Jesus we allow God to be God. There's security in the future that God has for you. Put your hands together. I think my time is almost up. You see, when somebody can promise you something, you know, and the person will deliberately forget. How many of you have ever experienced that? Lift up your hand. The person deliberately forgot. I said, who are? Oh, sister, how is it? And you're thinking, hey, but you promised. Oh, there's a time up, please. All right. But you see, because your, your future and <laughs> turn around, look at the board over there. Tell her, look up there, look up there. See, see what they have done. But I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> the future that God has marked for you is locked up in God's covenant with you. That covenant that is in the blood of Jesus, which you have believed and which you have become part of. So God cannot forget. Neither can he choose not to do. It is locked up in covenant. Amen. So we are moving forward. Amen. We are moving forward because there are better things and greater things ahead of us. Our future is unfolding. God's plan is manifesting. Sometimes even in his silence, his plan is still manifesting. Sometimes in our pain, his plan is still manifesting. In our struggle, his plan is still on. Even in captivity, in hard times, God was talking to them about restoration. And there shall be restoration of our lives. Can you quite help me this morning? Thank you, Jesus. He's got your future mapped out and settled. So look forward. Amen. Look forward for the fulfillment of that which God has ordained for your life. Your future is secured in the goodness of God, the mercy of God, and in the covenant graces and promises of God. It shall be well with you. Amen. It's getting better. Tell somebody it's getting better. Tell somebody, Ella, get him better. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Stand up on your feet. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Your ladder will be greater than your past. And you will be blessed. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. More than you could ask Despite of all that had been done The best is yet to come Your ladder will be greater Your ladder will be greater We receive your word this morning, O
lift up your two hands. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, you speak your word and you establish your will. This morning, my Father and my God, my King, you declare it is done. You decree it is established. And this is your declaration upon the lives of your people. The Lord, you have mapped out a future for them. And it is settled. And Lord, it gets better. It will get better. Because Lord, you bring all things into fulfillment. To the glory of your mighty name. And so this morning, Lord, I thank you for every life in this place. Every life online, at home, wherever people have gathered in this service. And Lord, I release the blessing of your divine will upon their lives. And I pray, Father, that Lord, command your blessing for your people. Let your peace come upon your people. I call for the fulfillment of destinies this morning. That whatever, Lord, you have written concerning your people in the books, so let it come to pass. I pray this morning by your power against hindrances. I pray against, my God, stumbling blocks and challenges that the enemy would like to set in the way of your people. And I declare that because you have given them an overcoming spirit, that one too, they overcome. Their feet, my God, will walk upon their high places. Your people, my God, will manifest your glory their lives will manifest your goodness your perfect plan is established they say unto the righteous it shall be well with them i speak to every man and every woman this morning that by the spirit of god i declare it shall be well with you and this one i release into your spirit the strength of god i release strength of faith ah into your spirit and i pray this for releasing strength for fulfillment of your purpose and I pray this one that may the Lord by his spirit give you that impetus to move forward. You will not slack. You will not fall. New visions, new horizons, new territories. Take it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory this morning that we look to the future because it's going to be better than what is past. To you be the glory, the honor, and the praise in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.